The LA Kings are winding down their road trip and will be in Buffalo to face the Sabres tonight. Looking to bounce back from their disappointing loss in Columbus. We'll preview the game and there are some lineup changes to talk about. Plus, good news for Victor Arvidsson, Brant Clark, Andrew Doughty. We'll give you all the details next on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you enjoy this content. And we have done it. We have reached 1,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. That was a, a big number to try and get, uh, but before the end of the year, and uh, and you guys did it. Uh, so thank you very much for all of you that took the time to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, it is very much appreciated. Uh, thank you to all who have supported the show, both on the podcast and the YouTube channel. Um, since I took over the show about four months ago, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's certainly been a bit of an up and down season so far with the Kings. We've had some good things to talk about, some not so good things to talk about, but uh, still plenty of season to go and interesting things to talk about and discuss. And hopefully uh, a lot of good things to talk about and discuss. But but again, thank you guys so much. Uh, thousands of subscribers on the YouTube channel. Um, really, really appreciate it. And, and again, thank you so much for all your support of the YouTube channel. Uh, I am Eddie Garcia. I am your host of Locked on LA Kings. Uh, I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show. That's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for 30 plus years. The LA Kings play game number five of their six game road trip in Buffalo against the Sabres this evening. LA comes in with a 15, 11 and five record. Buffalo checks in at 12, 14 and two, which is tied for the third worst record in the Eastern Conference with the Ottawa Senators. Of course, Columbus has the worst record in the East and the Kings just lost to the Blue Jackets uh, 6-5 in overtime. Still, this is another one of those winnable games for LA. And for what it's worth, the Kings have not lost a regulation game this season against a team in the bottom 10 in the standings. In the NHL, the Kings are 6-0-3 in those games. Buffalo right now has the seventh worst record in the NHL. Uh, if you don't know, the Sabres are led by the son of a former LA King. His name is Tage Thompson. His dad, Brett Thompson, was a second-round pick of the Kings back in 1989, played 81 games for LA in the early 90s. As for his son, Tage Thompson, he is a 6-6 center who had a five-goal game last Wednesday against Columbus. Uh, that is very rare. Not a lot of players accomplished that in their career. Uh, he's a young player who's already accomplished that, so keep an eye out uh, on the ice for him tonight if you're watching the game, and it'll be, it'll be hard to miss because he's a big body who is involved uh, in a lot of things. Uh, Buffalo is going to start 41-year-old netminder Craig Anderson tonight, uh, but we will not get a matchup of veteran American goalies because Jonathan Quick is not going to start for the Kings. It'll be Phoenix Copley looking to stay undefeated as a member of the LA Kings. There are some lineup changes for the Kings tonight. First, let's talk about the good news for Drew Doughty, the veteran defenseman back on the Kings blue line after missing just one game with a lower body injury. Alex Edler will be a healthy scratch uh, on the back end. And with Victor Arbitson out and details on that coming up in a moment, Jarrett Anderson Dolan will play on the wing on the second line with Philip Deneau and Trevor Moore. Samuel Fagimo is going to move into the lineup to take Jarrett Anderson Dolan's place in the bottom six. 
Uh, we'll talk more about the goaltending in a moment, but what would we like to see tonight from the LA Kings? Well, obviously a win. Uh, that goes without saying. But more than that, how about a power play goal? The Kings' much-improved power play has dried up a bit of late. No power play goals in the last three games of the Kings. They are 0 for 8 on their last eight power plays with the man advantage. How about a goal from Gabe Velarde? Uh, Velarde still leads the Kings with 13 goals, and that's a new career high for him. And he's still on pace for 35 goals, which would obviously blow his best season out of the water. Um, but he has not scored a goal in the last six games for the Kings, and maybe it would be nice to kill two birds with one stone and have Gabe Velarde score a power play goal. Um, how about a goal from Buffalo native Alex Ayafalo since returning from injury? Uh, Alex has not found the back of the net yet. He hasn't scored a goal since October 15th. Of course, missed a lot of time because of an injury, but would be nice to see him get one back home tonight with, I'm sure, a lot of friends and family watching. How about the Kings continue to play better defense with a more fundamentally sound goalie in net? As I mentioned, Phoenix Copley is getting the start tonight. Uh, and he is, if you if you paid attention at all, uh, he is a very black and white, nuts and bolts type of a goaltender. Not a lot of movement in net. He doesn't scramble around much. He's not going to make a spectacular save, but he's a big body. He's position, uh, positionally sound, fundamentally sound. And as you've probably heard Jim Fox say, and I think it's right on, he blocks a lot of pucks just because he's in the right position and because he's a big body and he takes up a lot of the net. And so far in a very small sample size, um, it's worked well for the LA Kings. We'll see if that continues. Um, of course, uh, you know, I, I wasn't looking for Phoenix Copley to play many games at all after the Kings sent Cal Peterson to the AHL, trying to get him back on track. But this will be Copley's third start with the Kings. And if LA plays well, uh, I would not be surprised at all if Todd McClellan rides the hot hand, uh, maybe even alternate starts with him and quick, maybe even more if it continues uh, to go the way that Phoenix Copley would love to see it go. Again, it's a very small sample size, but he is 2-0 as, as an L.A. King. He's allowed four total goals on 51 shots over those two games. That's a 2.00 goals against average and a 927 save percentage. Uh, he has posted wins over Ottawa and Montreal. Um, now, is it likely that Phoenix Copley is going to be the answer in net for L.A.? Uh, probably not. I mean, that would be an amazing story. But, you know, hey, sports are full of amazing stories. Uh, who thought Kurt Warner would go from being a guy who bagging groceries uh, in a store to Hall of Fame quarterback? But he got his opportunity and he ran with it. And again, that's a legendary example. But again, who knows? Maybe this is the opportunity that Phoenix Copley needed. Um, and he's getting an opportunity uh, a lot more than I think a lot of us thought he would. So we'll see how he handles it. We'll see how he takes advantage of it. Uh, and in the end, who knows how, how it stands uh, in the end for Phoenix Copley. But again, it starts with tonight playing another solid game uh, and, in that and maybe improving to 3-0 as an LA, LA King, uh, only allowing maybe two or three goals at the most. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, so that's a little bit of a preview of tonight's game for the LA Kings in Buffalo against the Sabres. Again, second to last game of the road trip. And again, a winnable game. For the LA Kings, we'll see if they take advantage. They have been obviously very up and down on this road trip. They were down in their last game. Perhaps they'll be up in their game coming up tonight. So when the Kings put Cal Peterson on waivers, it was not only to get Cal back on track, but to send a message to the team as well. Has that message been received? We're going to talk about that in a second. But first, I need to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. 
betonline.com betonline.net i should say betonline.net bet not betonline.com betonline.net it is your number one source for sports betting information stats news and analysis get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball of course the world cup is winding down my wife is very disappointed her croatian team did not advance to the final uh they also have esports as well at betonline.net um from like i said all the sports to tell you about um if you own a sports podcast as well you can find those at bet online uh, it is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix head to betonline.net today and use your mobile device to learn more that is bet online where the game starts so today is the two-week mark from the 9-8 overtime loss to the Seattle Kraken that resulted in the decision to place Cal Peterson on waivers and eventually send him to the AHL. At the time, head coach Todd McClellan was asked if the decision was in part to send a message to the Kings, and he said, quote, it damn well should, end quote. Kings veteran defenseman Drew Doughty said about Cal Peterson being sent down, quote, it's having a wake-up call for everybody in the organization if you're not performing, end quote. So uh, it has been, has it been, I guess the question, has it been a wake-up call for the Kings? Have they responded uh, since that loss to Seattle and Cal Peterson being sent down? The Kings do have a winning record, barely. They're 3-2-1. and one. Uh, In those six games, the Kings have allowed 22 goals, 3.6 per game. Uh, since Cal Peterson was placed on waivers, Jonathan Quick is 1-2-1. One, and one. He's allowed 18 goals on 119 shots over four games. Uh, that is a 4.53 goals against average and an 849 save percentage. Uh, those are actually worse numbers than Quick's season averages. Uh, since that Kraken game, the Kings have alternated wins and losses, beat Arizona, lost to Carolina, beat Ottawa, lost to Toronto, beat Montreal, lost to Columbus. So I guess that means the Kings are going to win tonight, hopefully. Uh, so when we talk about a wake-up call or sending messages uh, the answer to if the players received the message or got the wake-up call is based on how they have played and the success they've had since that message and that wake-up call. I think it's fair to say the decision to send Cal Peterson down and the closed-door meeting with GM Rob Blake um, with the team uh, hasn't really changed much. Uh, are the Kings horrible? No. Uh, but are they playing up to expectations? No. Uh, if they were, then they wouldn't have had to struggle to get a point in overtime against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Kings have placed um, a player, a veteran player on waivers. Um, they have, you know, had a closed door meeting. They have shuffled the lines. Um, and so far, I don't think that anyone would say that the message has had the impact that the team hoped it would. Um, so what is the next step? And uh, I'm not sure what the next step is. Um, I'm not sure the Kings have decided on what the next step is going to be. Um, you know, I, I do. I think that uh, the players have heard the message. I think they've heard the message. Do I think that they care about changing things? I think they care about changing things, but it hasn't happened as of yet. Um, and, and this all kind of also revolves around uh, expectations versus where the Kings kind of reality is right now, uh, as far as the standing. So after 31 games this season, I mentioned it earlier, the Kings are 15, 11 and five for 35 points. That's third place in the Pacific division. After 31 games last season, the Kings were 14, 12 and five for 33 points, but we're in sixth place 
in the Pacific Division. So the Kings record is almost identical to this time a year ago, but they are in a better position in the standings. So I think to some, that fact might camouflage the Kings' issues. To those that just see the standings, they might say that the Kings are doing okay. Sure, they haven't played as well as maybe some people expected, um, but hey, they're still top three in the division. Uh, But for those of us that have paid attention, we know with the offseason additions, with the relatively good health of the team, the Kings should not be in the same position they were last season. And it doesn't matter if they are seemingly in a decent position in the standings. Everyone, again, who has paid attention, including the players, the coaches, the front office, and the fans, they know the Kings are underachieving and are not close to being consistent enough to be a team that does anything in the playoffs. So the question now is, how long is management willing to be patient? And what do they do once that patience runs out? Now, hopefully the Kings get their act together and it becomes a moot point. But do you feel confident that things are going to change and this team is just going to figure it out? Um, Right now, it's hard for me to see that based on the sample size that we've had so far. Now, the season is 82 games. We've played 31 games. There's a lot of hockey yet to go. Um, but again, it's, it's, I think it's enough of a sample size for us to all be concerned that this is the way the season is going to go the rest of the way. Now, that's not a, there's no guarantee that's going to happen. But again, when you look at the Kings, they've been relatively healthy, right? There's no excuse necessarily for why they've been inconsistent. They've had a pretty regular lineup night in and night out. So why would things just suddenly change? Is it possible? Yes, it is possible. Uh, we saw it not that long ago with the St. Louis Blues, um, although they did have a change in net. Jordan Bennington came out of nowhere and, and kind of sparked him and settled things down. Who knows? Maybe Phoenix Copley can be that guy for the LA Kings. I don't, I'm not anticipating that happening, but we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see if there is something, if there's an event, if there's a win, if there's a certain game, what is it going to be to get the Kings on track, change things? Is it a trade? Is it a coaching change? Not sure. We're all waiting to see. But like I said, so far at this point in the season, are we happy the Kings are in third place and in a playoff spot? Of course. Of course we are. But are we happy with the way the Kings have played? No, I don't think anyone is, right? I, I, I get where they are in the standings, but it's this is not a secret, right? We've heard people talk about it. We've heard that if you've watched the TV broadcast, I'm sure listened to the radio broadcast, heard the comments after the games from the coaches and the players, they're all saying it's not good enough. They all understand that the way the Kings have been playing right now, uh, this season is not where they need to be, is not where we expected them to be. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. So far at this point, it does seem like management can, is continuing to have patience with the way things are going, but it is going to be interesting to see at some point, there's got to be a tipping point at, at this in the season. I don't know when that's going to come. I don't know how it's going to come. Um, but we're waiting to find out. We're waiting to see when that happens. And and obviously, so far, it hasn't happened. Um, but we'll continue to watch. We'll continue to see how it plays out for the LA Kings uh, and see if at some point, this team doesn't start playing a lot more like the team we thought they would be uh, at the beginning of the season, despite where they are uh, in the standings. We do have some good news to pass along regarding Victor Arvidsson and Brant Clark, and we're going to do that in just a second. But first, I want to invite you to check out Locked On Sports today. 
It is a podcast that gives you the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It is available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So we told you yesterday that Kings forward Victor Arvidsson was given a non-roster player status, and that was due to personal reasons, and we were concerned that maybe it was a personal matter uh, that we needed to be concerned about. Uh, but it is a personal matter, but it's a great personal matter. Uh, if you haven't heard, Victor and his wife are expecting their second child, and he has returned home to be with his wife for the birth of his second child. Obviously, uh, he's out tonight. I would expect him to probably be out for Thursday's game in Boston as well, um, and we'll probably see him back in, in uh, on the ice with the Kings when they return home for their homestand, which starts Saturday against the San Jose Sharks. Either way, uh, a sigh of relief that this is nothing uh, bad. This is obviously the complete opposite of that. It's great news for Victor Arbitson and his family, and obviously uh, all the best to him and his wife on a smooth delivery and a healthy child uh, and a, uh, a great addition to the Arbitson family. So again, great news for Victor Arbitson that he has stepped away from the team to be with his wife for the birth of their second child. Also happy news for Kings defenseman, uh, Brant Clark, who was finally selected to represent Canada for the upcoming World Junior Championships. This after being snubbed inexplicably uh, for the past two World Juniors, uh, the eighth overall pick in the 2021 draft has played nine games of the Kings this season with two points, five games of the Ontario Reign with two points, and he could end up playing as many as 12 games with the Canadian Junior team if they play for the gold medal, which they are the defending gold medal winners. Uh, the World Juniors are in Canada they run from December 26th of 2022 through January the 5th of 2023. And you can watch all the action on the NHL network. If you want to see how Brant Clark does, we'll certainly be watching those games to keep an eye on how he plays, but good for Brant Clark. It has been, uh, a, you know, a very memorable season for him so far. He finally gets, and he's again, 19 years old, gets a taste of the NHL, uh, also gets some time to play with Ontario. He's been with the Kings for quite a long time. Uh, being in the practices, being in the, you know, studying film, getting that hands-on coaching from NHL coaches. Um, I, th I think it's been a, a great experience for him. I think he's handled it all extremely well. Um, he doesn't seem to be impatient. He seems to be kind of letting it, you know, the, the course of his career kind of play out the way it has. And now he's getting a chance to represent his country in an event that is really big north of the border. Um, if you're, you know, a, a Kings fan and you're a Southern California native, you're probably not all that familiar with the World Junior Championships. But in, in Canada, it is a big deal. In other parts of the world, it is a big deal. It is a huge event. And for a Canadian kid to get to represent his country in that event uh, is a big deal. So uh, good for Brant Clark. Happy to see him finally deservingly getting um, selected for that team, which I have, again, I have no idea why he wasn't on the two previous teams, but that's in the past now. Moving forward, looking ahead, uh, and Brant Clark's going to play for Team Canada in the World Juniors. It is, a, it is a great event for high school level players at that age level. So he'll sh he should get a lot of playing time for Team Canada, and hopefully that will be a positive uh, experience for him and help his development as he obviously continues down the road to being a key member of the LA Kings uh, going forward. So feeling good for Victor Arvidsson, feeling good for Brant Clark. Great news for those two guys um, as uh, we're happy to, to be able to pass along that news involving one key member of the Kings and one future key member of the LA Kings. 
Coming up on Wednesday's show, we'll obviously have a full recap of the Kings game in Buffalo against the Sabres. Coming up tonight, face-off is set for 4 p.m. L.A. time. The game will be televised locally on Valley Sports West. You can listen to it on the Kings iHeart Audio Network. Uh, if you have anything you want to send me as far as feedback on the show, uh, the email address is LockedOnEddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at LockedOnLAKings. We have an Instagram page as well, which is at Locked on LA Kings. Again, thank you guys so much uh, for those of you that are supporting the YouTube channel for getting us to a thousand subscribers. That's awesome. And frankly, um, didn't know we'd get there that quickly. It was cool to kind of have that goal and throw it out there. And it was very, very cool for you guys to kind of meet that goal and again, be supportive of the show. So thank you so much for that. Um, thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. Uh, for your next listen, check out Locked on Sports today, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Looking forward to seeing the Kings take the ice tonight and get a much-needed win, hopefully play very well as well as getting the result we all want. Uh, we'll talk about it on tomorrow's show. Again, I'm Eddie Garcia. Thanks for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings. We always close off the show by saying, Go Kings Go.